Welcome and thank you for joining Are You Working on Something New? A bi-weekly musical theater podcast where I, Joel B. New, invite an exceedingly talented friend over to my apartment. We chat a bit and then I have them learn and record a brand new song, which we end up premiering right here for your listening pleasure. Today's guest, uh, his acting credits include uh, being in productions of Miss Saigon, Thoroughly Modern Millie, Pacific Overtures, West Side Story, Finian's Rainbow, at such amazing theater companies as The Muni, Cape Playhouse, North Shore, Walnut Street. Um, obviously, I'm talking about Billy Bustamante. Thanks for being here, Billy Bustamante. Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure. Of, Thank you for having me, of, Joel. Of course, of course. Pleasure is mine. Billy and I know each other from many different facets of life. You're right. Yeah. Um, we know each other through Oklahoma City University connections. Yes. Which I did not go to, but yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Jen Waldman studio. Yes. <laughs> and you did my headshots. Yes. <laughs> so those are all true things. I'm glad I'm not lying. That's good. Uh, how are you? I'm fantastic. Good. I'm so good. excited to be here. Thank you. I'm happy to have you. Uh, so... So one thing that I wanted to mention, you know, right off the bat, and, you know, please back me up on this, is that you, you know, not only do you perform professionally and you're amazing at it, as you're all about to hear, um, but you also but you also do other things as well in the arts. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? I do. I do. Um, it seems like I've developed into this three-life career uh, presently. So I have my performer life, which is great. I do the musical theater thing. Um, I have my director choreographer life, nice, um, which I'm uh, starting to grow, and hopefully that will become the the main dish <laughs> in my buffet. Um, and I have this photographer life, so I shoot a lot of headshots and production photography, the occasional wedding. You know. <laughs> how did you How did you get into the to, to the third one in, into photography? How did that happen? It's funny, very serendipitous. I um, was in college in theater school in Philadelphia, and um, I was a sophomore, and one of my classmates came up to me, um, and he said, hey dude, I have an audition in two weeks, I hear you have a camera, can you take my headshot? And we hopped into one of our you know, light-filled dance studios, <laughs> and we played around back in the days of film. I shot two whopping rolls of film. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, and they didn't suck. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, I was um, I was quitting my serving job, and I was able to support myself, pay my rent, and as a college student, doing headshots for students around town, charging a whopping thirty dollars a session. My goodness, my <laughs> word! How how things have, how changed things have changed all the times. So so that leads very well into your educational background because I, I know you from so many different facets of the arts I've always been very curious you know where did you come from Billy Bustamante well it's a stormy day in Washington <laughs> DC I'm kidding um, but I did I'm, I'm from Maryland Washington DC area and um, I started my education at the Catholic University in DC oh no way I know everyone's is surprised <laughs> no, no, no. and apparently I, they have a musical theater department which is great I heard they have a very good music school it is. that is true it's fantastic um, so I spent a year there, uh, ended up not being able to afford going back just financially. And then so I took a year off and did professional theater around D.C., which was 
to me, one of the most educational experiences of my life. Um, while I auditioned for uh, other theater schools to get my BFA. And then I found University of the Arts in Philadelphia, which is where I ended up. And I spent my sophomore through senior years there in Philly, um, training myself in musical theater <laughs> slash photography on the side. Um, Story of our lives. Exactly, exactly. And um, I was so fortunate to have found that place because I really think it's um, one of the best institutions to train and to become an artist, not just a performer, but an artist. And um, I literally learned everything I knew from from the University of the Arts. Nice. Yeah. And then I spent two years in Philly, and then I came here. And you've been here ever since. We've been stuck with you ever since. He tokes his cigarette. (laughs) It's radio, so we have to to say things. So... So you're doing all these different things, mm-hmm. and you're and you're you're unfairly good at all of them. Oh God! <laughs> so no, it's true. It's true. How do each of these facets influence or enhance uh, the other ones? Yeah. I, I, do you find any uh, connect between them? That's a really good question. Thank um, you. The answer is yes, absolutely yes. Um, you know, I as someone whose ultimate goal is to be a director choreographer. I knew that that was, you know, the step in my career that would come later on in my life. So I knew that as a performer, as um, that would be my training to ultimately end up as a director choreographer. So now I'm performing a lot, and whenever I perform, I assist somebody, um, and that's my version of grad school, so to speak. Great. Um, great. Uh, so ultimately, now it, it, I kind of split my time 70-30, 70% performing, 30% doing something on the other side of the table. Um, so ultimately, in the next ten years or so, I can swap those two numbers. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and then um, I guess photography comes in as being the best day job I could ever ask for. So now I'm at a point um, in my photography studio where I can elect to turn down a performing job so I can stay in town and assist somebody I would love to assist for less money. So I can once again further my training that way. So. Um, in that respect, everything absolutely feeds everything else. So um, I'm shooting totes. Yes. Um, I am also uh, directing and directing a reading of a new musical called Murasaki, wow. uh, based on a Japanese novel. So that um, goes into production first two weeks of December. That's fantastic. Who, who wrote that? Uh, written by a lovely gent named Bobby Crow. Come see us. Um, and then after that, I go back into performer mode and I do a little co-production of Thoroughly Modern Millie at the Malt Jupiter in Florida. Nice. At, which nice. ends up at Paper Mill right around here. So that'll be exciting. No way. Yeah. Good for you. I didn't even know that. Oh gosh. How fantastic. Now the world knows. <laughs> <laughs> Who is who's producing the, the new work? Uh, Bobby is. Get out. Yeah, isn't that great? Good I mean for him. I think we're in a day and age now where if you can get the people together, you can do a reading. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. As I'm sure you know. <laughs> yes, more, very, very, very well. Let's see. I had, I had one more little bullet point on here, which is, is a big one, I guess. Um, you know, in, in recent, you know, Playbill history, as viewers, in, as theater lovers will, will know, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there has, you know, been, been a bit of a hullabaloo uh, concerning uh, Asian actors and American actors portraying what were intended to be uh, Asian-filled parts, absolutely things of that nature. And so, as a Filipino American actor, P.S. I'm Asian. 
Yes. For those of you who can't see. <laughs> um, what are your what are your two two and a half cents on that? Well, um, I mean, as far as that particular case, mm-hmm. I do feel it's a very slippery slope, and um, you know, we're at the point as like a theater community um, that we've never been in before. Um, you know, up until today, there were there was either no need for people like me for you know the Asian actor population. There was either no need and opportunity. Um, and then right after that, a show called Miss Saigon came along, and it generated a lot of need and generated a lot of talent for that one um, for that one piece. And now, now that that's no longer a mainstream opportunity, you have generations and this huge crop of Asian actors who have real chops and um, are really good at what they do and can do so much more than Miss Saigon, quote unquote. Um, but who now, once again, don't really have the opportunities um, to work those abilities. Um, so I think that was the big uh, source of frustration with recent events, mm-hmm. you know, where um, finally here comes an opportunity, quote unquote, that um, is written, quote unquote, with us in mind, end quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I know there were a lot of people who took it personally and who might have, you know, reacted uh, positively or negatively to the whole experience. Uh, I mean, my my whole stance on the issue is that, you know, this is a good conversation that we need to start having as a theater community. Absolutely. Um, but that one experience will never will be neither the beginning nor the end of yeah. it. Agreed. You know? Agreed. So my answer is... I'm directing more Asian shows. <laughs> there you I'm go. Seeking them out because that's I think that's the real way to to be proactive about solving the problem. Well, thank you for solving our problems. <laughs> <laughs> I aim to please. Oh my goodness, uh, we talked about it so much. I I think it's time to set up the song. Sweet. Yeah. So so Billy is premiering a brand new song from a brand new show called RSVP, which is based on a ten minute play that I wrote like four years ago and I've you know I was very proud of it it didn't you know it didn't really go anywhere and so then I decided I I think I should musicalize this four years later I am that's how these things work a three person um, musical probably be like 30 minutes or something and uh, we're looking at uh, putting it up mid next year and pairing it with two other short musicals that's awesome yeah 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 and you know, there's there is a we behind it, but I can't tell you. Oh, okay. I was just about to ask. It's very you exciting. It's very Fantastic. exciting. Yeah. So all you need to know for this song is uh, Michael Walker, which is the character that Billy is is going to portray, is is a writer, and he go go figure, and he is <laughs> uh, waking up in his hotel room the, the morning that he's supposed to get married. And he can't pull himself away from the pen and paper. I think that's that's enough. That's that's enough of a setup. As an audience member, I have everything I need to hear. <laughs> Fantastic, except for the song. Well, <laughs> now we'll play the song. So uh, don't forget, if you like the song, it will be available for download for free on my SoundCloud page until the next podcast goes up. And if you'd like to request sheet music of the song, you may do so by writing me at joelbnew at gmail.com for a free PDF file. Uh, let's see. Shameless plugs. 
Make sure you like my fan page on Facebook. Like it. Uh, make sure you like Billy's page on Facebook. Like it, please. <laughs> and visit our, our respective websites, joelbnew.com and billybphotography.com. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends. And the next episode will feature uh, our dear friend Jen Waldman. Y'all, she's fierce. Oh, can I add an addendum? Please, please. In terms of my training and my education, post-college when I came to New York, the real training and the person who really taught me everything I know today <laughs> is Jen Waldman. So go check out the Jen Waldman studio. Do yourselves a big favor. She is where it's at. Seriously. Last but not least, I wanted to thank my guest, Billy Bustamante, for being here and thank singing. Thank you, Joel. Being this awesome. was such a pleasure. I adore your music. Thank you. I adore you. Uh, from my apartment in Astoria, this is Joel B. New. And Billy Bustamante saying thank you for dropping by for Are You Working on Something New? Yes. Michael Walker sat upright in bed, unsure of where he was. Michael Walker was thirsty as hell, his tongue was coated with the groom that got drunk alone in his hotel room. He jokes to himself, something needs to happen, turn it up a notch. Something needs to happen, where'd I put the scotch? Something needs to, needs to, needs to, needs to happen. He looks for his watch. Michael Walker likes double-mint gum. He hopes it does the trick. Michael Walker is running behind and feeling he may be sick. Here comes the brute that forgot to pick up his dry-clean suit. Something needs to happen. Give the guy a yen. Something needs to happen. What and why and when? Something needs to, needs to, needs to, needs to happen. I pick up the pen for possibilities, not for sources of restriction. He could be a romance or a mystery or a work of science fiction. Choose his own adventure. See what it leads to. Very wisely, cause something really, really needs to happen. Something to explore, something needs to happen. What he can't ignore, something needs to, needs to, needs to, needs to, needs to, needs to, needs to happen. A knock at the door.